Hello, and welcome to F Plus Terrible Things Read with Enthusiasm. My name is John. I'm Lemon. Hey, Lemon, I've got a question for you. Someone's been wondering. I got a feeling about you, and I just, I just want to make sure about something. All right. Um, this may be hard to admit, but um, are you or have you been a Kakura warrior? I, I, I got to say, I don't understand the question. You don't? You don't know what a Kakura warrior is? I, I've, oh, I've never yeah. heard of this, no. Oh, dude, this is going to be like... I'm going to guess it has to do with rubbing your own cock and... Oh, right? you're pretty close, but there's a lot more to it. In fact, okay. cock warriors are fighting against a bad society that has made them, like, gay but not gay. And um, uh, there's a lot of... Yeah, okay, it's just about rubbing dicks, but there's a lot of thought behind it. So you're saying he has a lot of thoughts. Now, this is a guess, mm-hmm. but I'm going to guess that somebody who has thoughts about rubbing cocks is it cocks together cocks against cocks yes cock to cock okay. man to man that's what we call it okay all right i'm gonna guess that someone with theories is probably semi-literate and mostly crazy is that right wow for a guy who doesn't know anything about the cock rub warriors you sure are hitting everything on the head i don't know cock uh, rub warriors but i do know f plus that's true that's very true you seem to notice a pattern here well let's educate you and let's educate everyone on the cockroach warriors or as we call them the fraught men okay yeah let's do that in the room tonight we have acerol collatal i'm a man warrior of something incomprehensible portex this is zordon recruit me some cockroach warriors with attitude (laughs) boots and then my dick you. punched the other dick. <laughs> uh, lemon? Phallus to phallus, belly to belly, hot and sweaty and so damn ready. <laughs> Jack Chick? Okay. Isfahan? Snake, do you believe that cocks can rub on the battlefield? <laughs> and a very special guest, Proton John! My soul hurts. <laughs> and I'm regular John, and I'm part of the dominant culture of anal penetration. <laughs> Since we have a guest star, you know, we like to start new people out easy. So, Proton John, could you please start uh, from this website? And let's see, let's start at, um, at the founder's message right under that and under the two dudes wrestling. I I am so glad this is the first episode I showed up for. (laughs) Well, you didn't know that we found your website and we figured we were going to make you read it. (laughs) Oh, God, I was hiding it for years. Wait, is is Founder's Message a link or? Scroll down under the picture of the two punk dudes rubbing dicks. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be saying that a lot during this podcast. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Hey, dudes, this is a site for guys in a cock rubbing. Frock. (laughs) Cock to cock. Dick to dick. Bone on bone. Full frontism, <laughs> sensual fraudage, cock combat. Dick fiddies. This took a turn. No, weird. no, 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 no. That one, it's French. It's dick fide. Oh, <laughs> what's that mean? Sex wrestling, <laughs> boxing, fighting, and mixed martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That's certainly an eclectic uh, bunch of topics. Oh god, it gets worse. <laughs> that gets better. Or better. And who are proud of what they like to do? Tired of being put down because you're not into anal? Then this is a good place for you to be. Yeah! <laughs> it feels like I've come home. <laughs> Think that nothing matches the freedom, the equality, the romance, and the pure masculine sensuality of two men joined cock to cock? Balls to balls, chest to chest, face to face, and heart to heart. Aww. Hey, hang on. Are the they like opening their chests up and shoving their hearts? Yeah, the other? heart of their cocks have joined as one. Well, you know, actually, when I thought of romance, I thought it was like sending sweet letters to my beloved, not. Yeah, Robin cocks! Yeah! Robin dicks. Robin dicks. Alright. If you're into all that, then this is an even better place for you to be. Oh! <laughs> I'm feeling kind of left out, I have to say. You <laughs> see, I don't know. That all sounds really great, Proton John, but give me a little more. Sell me on it just a little bit more. I think there's nothing on this earth more holy than mixing your cum with your lovers or best buds and feeling the white hot jizz bathe your pecs and your abs and cocks and balls in that pure and purifying male essence? Not really, no. 
white hot? Are you like, are you welding shit with this? I don't understand. No, it that's how prop gets, dude. It's way They're welding their anything. hearts together. They're masculine hearts. Oh, okay. All right. Do you sense or suspect that maybe, just maybe, that there's something heroic about your dreams and your life and homosex? And that somehow the stuff you like. You think that there's nothing on this earth more holy than mixing your cum with your lovers or best buds and feeling the white hot jizz bathe your ex and cocks and balls in that pure and purifying male essence? I'm bathing your multiple cocks. You're going to go off now. Well, there are two, at least. There's two involved. This is the place for you. Oh, yes. And do you sense or suspect that maybe, just maybe, there's something heroic about your dreams and your life and homosex, and that somehow the stuff you like, the body rubbing, the cock rubbing, (laughs) the fraught, the wrestling, the fighting, that maybe all that stuff is tied together? With your dick? Oh, wow. (laughs) Then, you know what? I think I'll stick around. <laughs> I'm I'm finally sold. Now let's talk about frot. Basically, it's F R O T, which comes from the French word to rub together. And basically, that's the whole idea: is that uh, frotting and rubbing dicks is basically the only good way to have sex for men because it's masculine and everything. So to talk about more about that, about frot and the epidemic. Hey, it's fun. I've been an activist among men who have sex with men for 38 years. I know my way around the movement and around grassroots action. I know that the number of men who are into fraught and willing and even eager to talk about it is fast approaching critical mass. And that the gay masses themselves are ready for change. For the last 35 years, anal sex has dominated gay male life. It's been a disaster. Wait, wait, it's been a disaster? It's been a disaster! (laughs) I guess they didn't want to call it a clusterfuck. Won't somebody please think of the buttholes? (laughs) And the lives of the people we love have been consumed by an epidemic for which today there is still no cure and no vaccine. Well, really, the the problem... The problem with the gay community is everybody they know, men, women, doesn't matter. They're all butt fucking, and it's just a complete disaster on all angles. Well, they don't seem to realize that, according to all these other episodes we posted, there's not a hetero butt fucking going on in the world as well. Shush, shush. <laughs> in the last fifteen years, we've seen the failure of heart and the disaster of barebacking. Anal penetration is a morass. You should see oh. the killing fields. <laughs> are ready for a way out. We can show them one. We can show them men living strong, powerful, loving, and committed lives, not through anal, but through cock rubbing and fraught. Our time is coming. Our time is sure now. It is. I'm sure more than time is coming. Join oh. this community. Become a fraught man and cock rub warrior. If you just want to cruise the personals or read the fiction or look at pics, that's cool. And if you want to make a difference by emailing a magazine or posting in personal stories or warrior speak, that'll be cool too. Remember, dudes, cock rub warriors rule and fraught men rock. That's a really good use of the uh, the Blade Runner font. It really is. <laughs> Uh, I would argue so, that's the best use of the Blade Runner. Film. I would like. So, I want to know. You, you guys are both wrong. Blade Runner was the best use of the cock rubbin font. <laughs> oh. I'm kind of wondering why he keeps like instead of rubbing, he says just rubbing, and <laughs> just keeping it light. Oh, I'm not gonna uh, understand. I'm not gonna understand most of this. It's a guy thing, all right. Yeah. Oh, so these are for those gays. Can I become a cock rub warrior? Uh, I'm sure you could. Somehow. <laughs> Yay! Like, I want to be, be the gleek of the cock rub super friends, if that's alright with everybody. <laughs> I, I, I imagine if you took enough testosterone and got a clit like China, you'd probably be pretty set. <laughs> I, I see it more as a snarf. Oh, I know. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good idea to rub that cock. Sure. I disagree. <laughs> So, I think we all agree now that a cockroach warrior is like a superhero. 
So let's see the yeah. origin story of this superhero. Have you found Credo boots? Yeah. It, I'll read the Credo. Credo. Spirituality is core to our alliance. Because spirituality is core to the lives of our core members, our true warriors. Speaking for myself, spirituality is core to my life. Actually, spirituality and sexuality are core to my life. <laughs> now I think about it, just dick rubbing is core to my life. <laughs> and they have really? always been. For me, they're intertwined. They cannot be separated. And they're bound up with my love of men and masculinity. Sexuality, spirituality, masculinity. Again, those elements can't be separated or taken apart. They're a whole. When I was in my late teens and early 20s, I entered into psychotherapy in an effort to become heterosexual. In and according to the psychosexual theories of the day, the only way for me to do that was to deny my love of men and manliness. Huzzah. Here's how I describe that process in a forthcoming memoir. For seven Wait, years, I toiled mightily in the vineyards of psychoanalysis. I learned to hate my mother, to date women, and to do my best never to think about men. It didn't work. The suppression of my erotic longings toward men was not compensated for by an increase in desire for women. Rather, I was left with no feelings at all. I became more and more dead inside and began to fear that my spiritless body would itself become nothing more than a desiccated shell. Oh, that's not good. In well, short, this isn't exactly a credo. When did we start reading MySpace? This, this is my... a bit of a bummer. <laughs> this is my credo. You guys just oh, it gets better. Fucking credo. Sorry, Cockra Bread. In, in the love, in the, the Batman part of the origin story, this is his parents dying. It gets better and crazier. <laughs> The psychotherapist uh, said, in order for you to be straight, you have to hate your mother first. Yeah. That's an important part of the process. In short, I was being done to death, not just physiologically, but spiritually. And I realized that if I continued with the process, there'd be nothing left of me. Just a husk, spiritually and morally empty. Ironically, I now realize the way to have awakened my love of women would have been to give full and celebratory reign of my love of men. Um, but in the dichotomous theories of the day, which have persisted into this era, hetero and homosexualities were considered antithetical. They're not. As Red keeps saying, who's Red? Ah, uh, Red. Good old oh, Red. Now, Red, Red's going to drop some science on us. Red's let's listen. a link, so let's find out. <laughs> well, let's just read this part on the second. Logically, to me at least, homosexual defines the sexuality of all homo sapiens. And given the fact that most mammalians demonstrate bisexuality, homosexual seems to be better to find homo sapiens. That is, wow, species, that's QED right there. species are attracted to their own species. Which means that all homo sapiens are homosexual. All are attracted to their own species. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hence, whether the attraction is man to man, woman to woman, and or man to woman, the combination of which don't really matter, the attraction is homosexual. No. Heterosexual would mean two different species. No, because the sex refers to the gender. Nope. Okay, no. <laughs> no. I'm Look, Red knows what he's talking about. Don't argue with Red. The, not to mention that his argument is completely semantic in nature. <laughs> in, response, in response to that, I say, right. And would that we could get people to understand that. Unfortunately, today, most talk about sex and spirituality is governed by the religious right, which seeks not only to divorce the two, but to silence all speech about sex, which is not their own. This is a huge problem because in our society, speech is regulated by the courts, and the religious right has worked long and hard to place on the bench people who support their censorious, I like that word, views about <laughs> religion and sex. But the religious right will certainly try... They can't have it both ways. If they're allowed to talk freely about sex and spirituality, then so am I. Because my religious views and my fundamental right to freedom of religion are just as valid as theirs. And in my system, masculinity is a divine principle, manhood a divine gift, and fraught... Take that, women. Uh, I I feel left out. The marriage of manhood (laughs) with manhood, a holy sacrament. Yes. To again oh, repeat what, what Robert Loring has said, masculine men are co-creators with each other and with the divine. Fraught, the act of phallic bonding, creates a higher order of man. And for me, man is sacred. Man is holy. Man. 
Man. <laughs> now he's just saying man. <laughs> well, he I, just blew his own mind. <laughs> I think he's getting sidetracked. He's thinking about men, and so he's just... You can't he's even remember what he's writing off, at this point. Off, he's getting off of himself right now? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. Rub my oh, own man. With my own cock. <laughs> Made in the image of his creator, man. Though this sacramental act of the joining of the phallus with phallus... I and my bonded warrior brother create a higher masculine being. <laughs> well, with two dicks, I guess. Why is phallus capitalized? This is so good. Because it's mystical important. dick rubbing. That makes it more profound. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and masculinity see, is sacred. Well, maybe he's just really uncreative and he named his dick phallus. No, it's, it's just... like it's how you capitalize God. You capitalize... Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Our Lord and Savior, Phallus Dick. <laughs> Look, it's like the, the Rastafarians always go eye and eye. Cock, rub, warrior, religious dudes are Phallus and Phallus. This is easy. <laughs> That's my favorite law firm, now that I think about it. Robert says, Masculine men are co-creators with each other and with the divine. To me, that says that two masculine men, united in the act of phallic bonding, bring forth or are visited by the divine, which smiles upon their union as an act of creation, the creation of a higher masculinity, sacred masculinity, and the sacred bonds between men. Okay, <laughs> scroll down to um, part two, phallus to phallus and shaft to shaft. Okay. E pluribus punum. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put this in less technical language. All guys have same-sex feelings and fantasies. Not a big deal, because guys have sex with guys. Always have. Always will. And all guys have fantasies about sex with guys. Always have. Always will. It's part of the human condition. It's part of being a man. Oh. I'm putting man in all caps because I want straight identified guys to understand that. <laughs> oh my. We're, le- we're going to learn a lot about ourselves today. <laughs> guys having fantasies about sex with other guys or just plain having sex with other guys. And when I say sex, of course I'm talking about fraught sex. Phallus to phallus <laughs> and shaft to shaft is not an unmanly or unmasculine. Oh. Oh. Okay. So this guy, he has everyone, all guys figured out. So skip back, skip past a bunch of oddly dry uh, text. Um, he basically tell, he goes over the whole thing about There's hey, text on this page. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he goes over the story of two guys. You know, he's saying hey, rubbing dicks isn't bad, and it doesn't make you less of a man. He goes over a story about two guys rubbing dicks, and let's scroll down past the the second uh, big red manhood to manhood. <laughs> I love the things one. that this page makes me say. Um, what? Is that part? Okay, so I'm scrolling oh down. I'm scrolling down and I see this drawing, this marker drawing of two guys with their dicks right it's in next really to each other. And, then and it I keeps go zooming down. in. <laughs> it zooms in on the dicks three times. It's like, you might see like you're not getting away. This site. You might I see a common theme. I wanted to read the text, but I keep getting distracted by all these pictures. <laughs> It's like the author figured that the people reading would start getting bored after reading too much, so he'd have to recapture their attention with a bunch of pictures. I know what you want to see. I think maybe he realized that some people might scroll past and he's like, oh, no, you're not getting away that easy. No, look at him. Look, all right. Okay, stop looking at the rubbing dicks pics. I can't be strangely compelling. I feel like I'm not a man because I'm not staring at them all the time. You can't make me stop. Okay, so the second minute, minute, and then, okay, so these guys have rubbed dicks and come, but sounds like a great experience, right? Somebody start off there. Sure. Uh, so, so soon they're aching to come, or everything After about? that. After that okay. whole section, because uh, if, like we every, if we can read without that part. paragraph where he talked about dudes coming, we'd be here for like five hours. <laughs> All right. Everything about it has been terrific. If felt amazing. It, <laughs> It really did feel good. It was obvious we both enjoyed the physical, the visual and physical sensations. They were eager to come, and they do, with groans and shooting copious loads. So, they've shared a really terrific, meaningful, and tremendously pleasurable male-male experience. Aww. They should be ecstatic, feeling really great, 
or at the least, very happy. But, and it's a big but. And it can't oh, deny. You other brothers oh, can't deny. Oh. <laughs> at the end of the session, here's what happens. We cleaned up without saying much, each feeling a little odd. But we knew Just it would happen again. Just a little. We, but knew we would do it again. Each feeling a little odd. Why in heaven or earth should they feel odd? Yeah, they're both dicks. What's weird about that? They're warriors. Because <laughs> there wasn't enough fighting. It was only fucking. I don't know about being a cockroach warrior, dude. This is weird. I'm more like a cockroach private, okay, man? <laughs> need to level up. They've both had a truly wonderful masculine and manly experience, yet they feel, quote, a little odd. Why? Here's why. We are very heterosexual. Then why would you do it in the first place? Yes, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, so it's, this is the plot twist. It's two straight guys. Next thing they know, they're fucking each other. Well, they're like, see, wait, we're not gay. Why did we do that? That's I hope weird. they said we are very heterosexual as they were rubbing. Well, no, see, that's the thing. See, it's very. See, if you put like a lot of butter on your popcorn, you say it's very buttery. You don't say it's butter. <laughs> this is this is, this is a this is a straight thing, right, bro? Oh God, you're like a girl with a dick. Oh. Just rubbing dicks, going no homo, no homo, no homo. <laughs> is, is that like no whammies, no whammies? Well, it's only gay if the dick touches a butt. <laughs> yeah, but let's see, let's see All what right. Bill drop has to say. Because they define themselves and society defines them as heterosexual. And because the two categories of homosexual and heterosexual <laughs> are supposed to be completely discreet and exclusive of each other, the yes, two men feel a little odd because they've transgressed. Not a religious transgression, they make no mention of that, but a transgression against the secular categories of sexual orientation oh no so do bi people not exist in this guy's universe is that apparently how do you rub dicks with with cunts together that's just that's crazy talk (laughs) that's just goofy (laughs) why would you do that that's not a dick you goof you can't even grab hold of a cunt with your cock at the same time (laughs) (laughs) now you're getting it (laughs) it's like like my fair lady for dick rubbing you're all going to learn That is to say, oh, it gets better even. That is to say, a transgression against heterosexualization, the historical force which governs the day-to-day lives of men and women, completely and entirely. Yet, as our warrior says, absent heterosexualization, there would be no homosexuals and no heterosexuals either. And absent those two categories, what these men did would not fall under the rubric of a condition, but an act. Which, after all, is all it was. It was just an act. I'm really, huh? really excited the, the, by his use of the word. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just an act. Just Two an guys act. getting together and rubbing cocks. And there was nothing odd about it. Does it tell us anything else about them? No, 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 no. No! So I think this guy is a closeted straight guy. Oh! <laughs> Damn! Look, man, I just want to rub cocks. I, I, I don't know why I keep thinking of pussies all the time. Just, you know, cocks are the only ones what? for me. What am I going to tell my parents? Dude, I saw you looking at the girl. No, I'm a cockra warrior. No, no, no. <laughs> It's just an act, which the two of them enjoyed, both because it felt great and because it exalted their mutual masculinity. And the categories of sexual orientation, which are supposed to be mutually exclusive, are once again shown to be wrong. Okay, the- um, you can cut it off there if you want. Uh, I mean, if if you find more good. But- <laughs> no, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was sort of the climax of the... Uh- it did. Okay, <laughs> the um, so now we, we got a picture, we got the thesis going, um... Let's get some definitions in there. Let's get some. Let's let's get some. Let's get some defines cockroach warrior. As... Oh, is there is there a co- a cockroach glossary? Or... Actually, well, I had heterosexualization down, but I think we've heard enough about that. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, the definition of sexual orientation, which is quite interesting. 
right? Uh, who wants to take that? But to suggest giving it to Proton John. He's our he's our honored guest. Please yeah. read that cock rubbing for us. I feel so honored. Oh uh, yeah, you sound very honored to you do don't give this. this content to just anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no one else gets to talk about sexual orientation. Nobody else exactly. gets to say gay space. Oh. <laughs> it's like MySpace. Space, like... a space for gays. <laughs> now we're gonna rub cocks together. Also, I'm gonna jettison you to gay space. <laughs> let the let the man work, okay? In gay space, no one can hear you come. Who <laughs> <laughs> okay, cares? We had sexual orientation. Yeah, the definition. Yeah. A social classification devised by the forces of heterosexualization. To medicalize and isolate normal and natural same-sex needs, desires, and acts. Which, keep in mind, this guy includes every every guy wants to do. Every guy wants to right. run dicks. Yeah, and right. only yes. run dicks. Statistically, it's true. He does, so that's 100% of guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Oh, go ahead. As one of our warriors has said, this social mechanism acts to isolate male-male sexual behavior from heterosexual spaces and group it with the third sex under a combined homosexual-slash-gay label. All right. He goes on to say that the gay space, or ghetto thus formed, represents the dustbin created by the heterosexualized society to contain the mutilated-slash-negativized remnants of male-male sex that survives after the intense oppression of them in the mainstream. That was a lot of words to say almost nothing. <laughs> It's important to understand that the sexual activity between masculine men is normal and natural, and indeed is courted natural masculinity. Under heterosexualization, however, such activity is severely denigrated and is forced into a space dominated by feminized males. Uh, we call yeah. this space We call this space analism. We're going Deep to analysis. perform an analysis. The weirdest denomination ever. We call this space yeah. analism, and it's characterized in the heterosexualized post-industrial West by anal penetration, promiscuity, and effeminacy. So in, in his world, the effeminate males are, have hold all the power, and they are shoving down these MMA cockrubbing muscular dudes. <laughs> okay. Forcing a masculine-identified male who is in touch with and acknowledges his same-sex desires into the gay space is extremely destructive. Oh, no. Oh. Okay, I, now you I, heard about analism. What 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 is that? That's let, let's. Here's the link. What's uh, okay? So um, who wants to take this? Uh, wait a wait a minute. Wait a minute. Talpass hasn't read anything yet. Oh, oh she That's hasn't. Okay, I have I, I have a letter saved for her later. But yeah, if you want to read, go I, sure. Yeah. Oh wait. I haven't met my gay quota for the day. Okay, so definitions. <laughs> Dominant culture of anal penetration. Copyright. Dominant culture of anal sex. Copyright. <laughs> anal analism. Copyright. Analist culture. Copyright. I was kind of hoping the first three would be copyright and the last one would be a trademark or something. <laughs> I, I like to think this guy actually has like custom t-shirts showing off like his trademarks on like dominant culture of anal penetration. <laughs> Like, like if he's, he said in the paperwork and it said, see diagrams one through four, but it's the same diagram, just zoomed in further. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Gay identified men today live under a dominant culture of anal penetration. That culture is defined by three behaviors. Number one. Anal penetration. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Number two, penetration anally. Number two, not anal penetration. <laughs> oh. Number one, anal penetration. Anal penetration is regarded as the necessary and culminating act of any sexual encounter and the highest sexual expression of love, lust, and intimacy between men. Men who do not participate in anal penetration are considered psych psychologically and sexually immature and are what? otherwise settled with their sexual choices are denigrated. No, they're not. But yeah, that, that doesn't uh, happen. Uh, just, uh, how many, you know? how many, where, how many internet pages do you have copyrighted boots? Yeah. <laughs> well, I could just see it right now. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger type voice going, oh, you don't want to put your dick up my butt. Oh, you're a little baby man. <laughs> 
That's the like, weirdest Schwarzenegger impression I've ever heard. <laughs> my, my voice is completely raw from yelling Quebecois here, so you get what you get. It's Titan Schwarzenegger. He's here to make you fuck butts. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. come with me if you want to live, eh? <laughs> I'll be at your back. <laughs> I'll be at your back. Bravo, bravo, bravo. I would watch that. I would. So much. Sperminator 2. That definitely puts a new bent on him demanding all your clothes. <laughs> Give me all your clothes. I want no. your clothes, your boots, your motorcycle, and you. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, promiscuity. Promiscuity, called by its academic proponents, multi-partnering and or poly-partnering, is also a core value of the culture. What, it's academic proponents? There's... I do believe. <laughs> they take tenure from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Men are encouraged to be promiscuous and to experiment with a broad range of sexual behaviors, such as oral anal sex, which those outside the culture generally regard as dangerous and bizarre. As with anal penetration, participation in promiscuity is viewed as a sign of mental health and is as indicative of a positive self-image. Okay. okay. Real quick, real quick to, uh, to address an, uh, an earlier point. Uh, I googled polypartnering and the first link is a poll on the Second Life forums asking if they should, <laughs> if they should add polypartnering within Second Life. Uh, and the results were, were overwhelmingly positive for it. How do you add that into the code? <laughs> it's also a core value of the Second Life culture. Clearly. Well, where well, Second I, Life I goes, know. so goes the culture. I, like, I would also like to point out that my roommate is kind of staring at me horrified while I'm reading this. <laughs> Excellent! It's in the name of the podcast, roommate. <laughs> just be like, dude, it, it's okay. It's just fraud. I can't participate. <laughs> I'm an impartial observer. Consequently, many men measure their self-worth by the number and attractiveness of their sexual partners. Men who aren't promiscuous are chided for missing out on life's principal pleasure, while those who don't participate in sexual experimentation are viewed as timid and their sexual taste characterized as vanilla. Look at me, I'm rubbing dicks. Look at these two chicken to rub dicks. You're <laughs> not, faggot. Number three, effeminacy. While on the surface, the culture would appear to be at best ambivalent about this behavior, in reality, effeminacy is supported and rewarded. <laughs> Who's a good little twink? Who's a good little <laughs> That's because the prevailing ideology within the culture views all human beings as being intergendered. And encourages men to get in touch with their feminine side. Masculinity is suspect, and homosexual men who are masculine in traditional ways are accused of being straight-acting and regarded as uptight, controlled, and rigid. Thus, the dominant ideology encourages men to be penetrated anally as part of the process of shedding oh, their masculinity. Really yeah, go for it. <laughs> it's like it's like the, the worst, hang the worst trust fall ever. No, really? it's... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it's like the hang in there poster on like the cat's hanging off a dick. No. <laughs> and then it zooms in on the kitten more and more. So you've seen what's hanging in <laughs> Effeminacy, then, is both a consequences and a cause of anal penetration, a relationship made explicit by such term as pussy boy, bottom bitch, and ass cunt. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, Trump presents the further adventures of ass cunt. <laughs> While the culture of promiscuity links with the culture of effeminacy in terms such as slut, whore, and pig. Outside of anally receptive sex, the ultimate expression of effeminacy in the subculture is drag, which okay, has... this guy has never met a gay dude. What the fuck? <laughs> He's met very heterosexual guys that rub dicks with him. Oh, I'm pretty sure this but guy you mean like, in, like, you, you mean like the guy... Something. You mean the guy that wrote an entire website of crazy drawings and like double spaced <laughs> bullshit and craziness over like a giant web page might be kind of sheltered? Well, it, it gets better because it says the ultimate expression of effeminacy in the subculture is drag, which has high status. Oh, it really does. Oh, yeah. Nope. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's why all, when that's you why walk into a place, place and you see a guy in drag, you know you're in for a classy evening. Hello, sir. <laughs> I, I would like your finest crystal meth and cheap vodka. 
men who won't part men who won't participate in drag or in effeminizing languages, such as the use of words she, her, miss, and bitch, to refer to other gay men are labeled as drag phobic and of course masculinist. <sighs> you, <gasps> so okay, gay guys just part, being I... like you're into men. You freaking freak. I think end after this next sentence. I think it's it sums it up well. <laughs> these these three components, anal penetration, promiscuity, and effeminacy, make up the dominant culture of anal, anal sex and are what give mainstream gay male culture its distinctive and distinctively maladaptive and dysphoric quality. Good God, that's... Uh, that's there we go. That's a word salad. I think the guy just took a thesaurus and just found what kind of went with dick and just can't went with it. <laughs> We've heard a lot of theory. We've heard a lot about frauding and about cock rub and all we this. Have? All the ideas. You know, and about all the bullshit that he's spewing that's totally not crazy. But... Let's read from one of the fiction stories. Let's read from a, from some little fraught fan fiction here to kind of get a feel for it. <laughs> fraught oh, fiction. God, there's fraught fiction. <laughs> and this one is called Tough Guys. With oh, a C. God, yes. I wonder oh, what it's yeah. about. Now, that it's really great. long, and we couldn't do we, – we couldn't read <laughs> – really long. <laughs> uh, we couldn't read the whole thing right now, but I got a good section that kind of gives a feel for it. And this is from uh, – let's see. This, this section is from Chapter, chapter 8, uh, The Honeymoon Suite. So basically these oh, two dear. guys are like – like like Dirty. fighters, like unofficial fighters, and they like they're like unofficial fighters fighting like a unofficial. young guy against the old guy, and they're like they're raring to go at each other. So okay, okay, so okay, so Lemon is Mike. Who's Chris? Jack Chick is yeah. Chris. Jack Chick is Chris. Okay. okay, who's gonna narrate? I'm I'm narrating. Narrating? Cool. It is mine. Go for it. <laughs> Chris led Mike through the grounds to the door of the cabin. Once inside, Chris pushed him back hard, suddenly feeling rage boiling to the surface. You're just dying for a fight, aren't you, kid? He said to Mike. <laughs> Fine, fuckhead. We can have it out here. No refs, no rules, no gloves, nothing. Just you and me. Skin on skin. Flesh on flesh. Bone on bone. That suit, ooh, boy? Oh, I'm turned on already. Holy shit. <laughs> this is so erotic. Yeah, said Mike. Suits me fine. I'm gonna take her ass, bitch. Beat ooh into nothing. Sorry, nothing. Ass wipe. Look at ooh boy. Don't have a job. Stink of tar and can't even win a lousy tough guys bout. Urgent to pull white trailer. As a side note, that tough I'm guys was with a Z. Tough guys. Sorry, go ahead. Guys, I'm I'm performing a dramatic reading here. You're just a pull white trailer trash, and I'm gonna smash her face. And don't call me bitch! <laughs> Chris pushed oh him again, God. then, controlled as ever, walked across the room to the closet and started taking off his clothes. I'm a slang-talking narrator. <laughs> <laughs> taking off his clothes! Mike only a feminized, heterosexualized gays use G. It's because only women have a G spot. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh. Remember, guys, there's no G in front. Oh! <laughs> what about frottage? <laughs> Oh, oh, shut up. <laughs> Mike looked at him. Sorry. Oh, so that's how Ooh want it, huh? Should have figured Ooh were a faggot. Well, we can play it anyway. Ooh want a man. <laughs> Chris got his shirt, shoes, and pants off. The, shirt there's shoes. no commas to the shirt, shoes, and his pants. <laughs> oh, I love my shirt. I just made some, some shoes out of shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right. like, That's why they're fighting over each other's so, poor And so did Mike. Mike also had shirt shoes. Hey, I love they were both shoes. wearing boxers. What about those? Said Chris. Look, you fine faggot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just looked out the window and saw a fucking fine faggot. <laughs> Oh Christ! Cheese oh, and commas are on the list of. I hate of cheese. Right. I, I don't know what's going on. They, oh, they, not. <laughs> they yanked M off and stood facing each other. Oh, we need an Emily. Sorry. Yes. Both of M were getting boned fast. <laughs> now, I'd, like to, I'd, I'd like to get boned it fast. I'd like to take a second here and to give you some backstory, some context of the story, the whole tons of story that was born this. They have not admitted that they were gay or they haven't even like given hints. They haven't said anything. They haven't said like maybe I'm gay. They just strip naked and are getting boners from each other and they're just like, Yeah, you faggot. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we're go committed, ahead. 
And they were quite a sight, too, standing nude in that pit of a cabin, Mike tall and lean, his muscles straining and his tats popping out of his skin, his really? 7.5 fat <laughs> inches of uncut meat jutting out of his oh, yeah! <laughs> under a sunburst tat work, worked into his groin, fists balled and ready to charge at Chris, blonde and brawny, his own thick eight inches sticking straight out of his blonde pubes like a weapon at Mike, already dripping over his heavy balls, his massive muscles ripping and flexing as he balled his fist too and got ready to annihilate the psycho. <laughs> is that the what psycho. they call it these days? Annihilate the psycho. By the way, the psycho is uh, the psycho is Mike, and I want to point that out because it's at this point you, you'd be it'd be easy to assume that the psycho was referring to his dick. Come on, man," said Chris. "Let's see what who got." <laughs> Fuck you! Yelled Mike and charged. They met up hard in the middle of the room, right under the oh, heart-shaped sure chandelier, and started <laughs> pummeling each other with hooks and. They're they're in a honeymoon suite. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, because that's the only place they could stay. Just fuck it. Go with it. It's a really masculine heart-shaped chandelier. <laughs> well, it's, no, it's like it's not like the traditional iconic yeah, heart. It's actually like, like human. Heart. Yeah, it's like human-shaped <laughs> heart with blood dripping blood and whatnot. It's got like tattoos on it and shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, dude, even the chandelier is fucking flexing its muscles. <laughs> All right. Started pummeling each other with hooks and uppercuts. Short, sharp, shav- ugh, short, sharp, savage blows that each hit their already bruised bodies with a thud and got grunts of pain out of each of them. The blood-filled cocks and heavy balls swinging wildly back and forth with each cruel punch and mean counter. <laughs> Now the dick fighters flopping around. Okay, there's a little bit. There's a little bit. There's a, there's a there's a cut here. They've been okay. fighting for a while, and now tasteful fade to black. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> now the two fighters were in dead then. serious all-out cock rub battle with their fierce energies focused on the raw cock combat. <laughs> <laughs> They start fighting and then their cocks touch and then this happens. Okay. <laughs> okay. Focused on the raw cock combat that neither had expected, but now held them locked in a primeval contest neither wanted to end. Instead, the sensation of cock against cock was driving them both wild with lust and an insane urge to establish complete cock domination. <laughs> it's one, two, three, four, I declare a cock war, apparently. <laughs> two dicks enter. Two dicks leave very drained. <laughs> and then their cocks are rubbing up against each other, and then they're both looking at each other going, I'm surprised this happened. Yeah, I know, me too, huh? Isn't that weird? They began pounding and grinding even more furiously. Their hot, full, boiling ball sacks. <laughs> That's a great sentence. <laughs> their hot, full, boiling ball sacks slamming together while their blood-swollen pricks raged against each other. Each warrior cock seemed to have a bar- barbarous will of its own, a bestial, innate determination to outfight <laughs> each other till it had completely mastered its foe. Yeah, there, there's by this point the cocks are like yelling like Godzilla and Hecatonic. <laughs> 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 Actually sprouted arms and those are flexing. <laughs> okay, so more, so, so more cockfighting and in, in this upcoming section, I want you guys to sound just as pissed off as you always did. <laughs> yes. During the tender yes. moments. Yes. <laughs> Mike fought that strong, but he was getting tired. Plus, he was feeling more and more overwhelmed by the cock rubbing. He was panting and moaning, and his struggles were becoming weaker. And finally, Chris was able to keep his arms pinned down. Why? Mike gasped out, tossing his head from side to side. So I can kiss you! (laughs) (laughs) Said Chris. Mike paused for a moment, confused and panting for breath. Then he looked wildly at Chris. Okay! He said. (laughs) Okay! Chris kissed him. Mike still didn't know what to do, so he just lay back and let their lips brush. Chris pulled back again. Hey! He said. What else do you want? Mike groaned. Kiss back! (laughs) Mike looked up at Chris's massive, beautiful chest looming over him, and he knew all he wanted was to feel it against his own again. Oh, man! Mike moaned. 
put her chest against mine and I'll kiss you. I swear it. <laughs> okay, and so, and I sniffed that. Do we want to keep going with this? I, God, I, yes. I, <laughs> okay, here's the, next, here's the next two paragraphs. Let's just keep going like with this. Total, see how far, see how far we can go. Okay. Chris dropped his body hard onto Mike, uh, back onto Mike's and pushed his tongue deep into Mike's throat. And Mike groaned and snaked his own tongue back into Chris's mouth. Uh. And they let their tongues duel with, with uppercuts. And, sorry. Um, <laughs> they let their tongues duel the way their dicks were, too. <laughs> and they, oh, wow. Okay, so they, and started kissing more and more deeply and passionately and then fiercely and then started up the relentless yeah. cock rub again, pounding and jamming and slamming into each other with fury and ardor. Each man ho- hopping now, uh, each man hopping now that what would happen between them could go on forever. And then both cocks were pre-coming furiously. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's 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 a vivid bit of imagery there. And then both cocks were pre-coming furiously, slicking the shafts and soaking the heads. Both cock heads getting redder and more sensitive with each violent pass. Both men grunting and moaning, their ass cheeks pumping savagely as they humped each other's dicks. Panting, moaning, groaning, they simultaneously shot out great gobs of pure white jizz. Goodness gracious, great gobs of jizz! Wow, that's this word. Okay. Hot, creamy, super tough guy juice. (laughs) I can't take this seriously. Why not? Tough guys soak their bodies in a purifying essence. It already came. Universal peace and love, and then sweeping them away. (laughs) Universal peace and love? Did they just rainbows all over each other? Yes. (laughs) And suddenly realized that he wasn't cut off anymore. Not from his creator, and not from his creation either. That ecstatic, orgasmic moment seemed to both warriors to last forever. And both the men lay quiet and still entwined with their eyes closed, both drifting, letting go, finally sated and satisfied. Those words mean different things. (laughs) But just before he fell asleep, sorry, but just before he fell asleep, as a reference to... It's Metal Gear. (laughs) Mike thought he heard something. And it might have been, it might have been just, the, or maybe he thought it could be the cheers of the crowd. Wait, yeah, we're okay, going so, in, guys. Woo. And then a dragon ate them both. There is a little epilogue here. Now, there, there's a, little, a couple of paragraphs after this that are just like story stuff. Like, like I think Mike like deals with the time he rubbed dicks with some other guy back. Whatever. But here's here's the next. Here's the best part. Fleshing out the universe. By accident. And we got sure. more. Re, we got more dialogue. And oh my after, god. After they, they realized oh, that they hadn't felt this good, and yeah. so Chris has a quest. Chris has okay, a quest. I'll, I'll pass, I'll pass narration on to somebody else. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll narrate then. Hey, Chris! Asked Mike. Does this make us fags? <laughs> I don't know! Said Chris. I don't feel like a fag! You! <laughs> nah! Said Mike. <laughs> I feel great! Suddenly, out of the corner of his eye, Chris saw a flash of movement beside the cabin door. He jumped lightly to his feet and yanked it open, but there was no one there, just a piece of paper that had been folded and slipped over the sill. What's it say? Asked Mike. Chris unfolded it. Cockrib Warriors rule! Cue the electric guitar. Yeah, there's, there's a guy trying to get in frame of a camera shot at a concert. Cockroach Wars! Yeah, man! And then they high-five, and then the credits roll. Oh, no to myself. Alright. <laughs> Cockroach Warriors? What's that? Mike wondered. I don't know! <laughs> hey, maybe it's a gang. Said Mike. Or a club. Said Chris. Yeah, a club for guys like us. That's what we are, Mike. Cockroach warriors. That's what we are. <laughs> yeah! Mike yelled. Cockroach warriors! <laughs> Come out and play! <laughs> Come on! Chris said. Let's get something to eat. If his brain's not too fogged, Tony can make us some veal parmesan. Mike That's laughed. the manliest dish ever. Mike laughed. <laughs> At that moment, the house phone rang. It was Woody. said Chris that get Mandela's back and he just took Lolita's table for 5k ooh gotta do something Chris sighed silently 
Woody is always with whining that I have to do something, he thought. Don't worry, boss, he said. I'll take care of it. <laughs> Chris, Chris hung up the phone, sighed again. He really didn't feel like beating anybody else up, at least not today. He pondered for a moment, then turned brightly to Mike. Hey, Mike, he said. What a jump! <laughs> the end. I love a happy ending. It got weird uh. when Woody Harrelson and Howie Mandel showed up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> if by weird you mean great. <laughs> So okay, did we ever so find out the, who gave them the Cockrab Warriors verbal sign? <laughs> that was or, the mysterious. Or, or did like a crowd of like fans follow into their hotel room and watch? <laughs> it's the Cockrab Warriors. Cool man. Going to turn out to be like an arena floor or something. Yeah, that's and, what I thought. <laughs> and then and then the chandelier was just like a completely forgotten bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to turn out they were in like a football stadium and just the entire fucking crowd was just going. It's the best halftime show ever. They fought underneath the heart-shaped chandelier. Then they fell into the heart-shaped jacuzzi. <laughs> Still fighting. Then they rubbed heart-shaped dicks. <laughs> And that was the Cock Rub Warriors, a.k.a. the Frotman, a.k.a. a gay dude who's really obsessed with rubbing dicks and how it relates to society. Lemon, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, gay, uh, gay straight rehabilitation just never works. Never ever. <laughs> this, is, this is glaring proof of that. If anything, he is just rocketed off the deep end in a whole different direction. Oh, and we, we hope you we hope you enjoyed. We hope you listened. And if any of you have awakened your warrior spirit and become Cockrub Warriors, we'd like you to post about it. And no that pictures, website, please. <laughs> oh, I, I want the pictures. Send them to me. Uh, that'd be um, at thefpl.us. We're on the Facebooks and the Twitters and all the other things and the, the Sketcher, Scritcher, whatever it's called. What's, it, what's that called again? Stitcher. Stitcher. There you go. We're on the Stitchers, too. Um, like us. Favorite us. Uh, rub dicks with us. Whatever. Do everything to get us out there. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>